Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, December 22nd. While many are now bracing for a national and global recession in 2023, how are Canada's individual provinces set to weather the storm? The latest provincial outlook from Scotiabank shows that few of Canada's provincial economies will escape the negative impacts ahead as inflation and monetary policies continue. Broadly, the bank expects Alberta and the Prairie provinces to do better in the first half of 2023, when the nationwide downturn is likely to be most pronounced, while Ontario and BC will face a tougher period ahead. Headwinds include the slowing of the Canadian housing market, which will impact those provinces where exposure is highest, specifically Ontario and BC. Homebuyer sentiment and BOC actions are uncertain, and with the hottest housing markets having enjoyed front-loaded gains in 2021, there could be further rebalancing of the market ahead, with Nova Scotia and New Brunswick among the provinces affected. Consumers in Ontario, BC and Alberta could feel less wealthy in the months ahead as their relatively higher debt-to-income ratio proves challenging, with interest rates driving debt servicing costs higher. While domestic matters may overly impact some provinces, those that are more reliant on exports are also facing tougher conditions. Ontario and Quebec may suffer weaker demand from the US, while non-energy exports from BC and Alberta to the US and China could also dent economic growth. However, Alberta and the Prairie provinces should be better placed with their commodities exports thanks to well-supported prices and the recovery of agriculture production. Scotiabank's report notes that the tight labour market is a double-edged sword, with low unemployment rates providing a buffer during a slowdown, but also potentially hampering growth. However, the Atlantic provinces should see the benefit of net population growth in the year ahead. Three quarters of global institutional investors are expecting the economic climate to improve in 2023, but business leaders don't agree. Almost the same share of CEOs think that the global economy will get worse in the year ahead, although there are some regional variations. The survey by CEO advisory firm Tenio included more than 300 public company CEOs and institutional investors representing more than $3 trillion US dollars of company and portfolio value. CEOs from the Americas are less bearish on the economic outlook than their counterparts in the rest of the world, with 45% expecting the economy to improve a bit, 32% expecting it to improve a lot, compared to the majority in Europe who expect it to worsen a bit at 56%, or worsen a lot at 17%, and in Asia, where 44% expect slightly worse conditions, and 11% are expecting the worst. More than half of respondents said that deglobalization is already underway, and 86% believe this is a reality for the global economy. Even in the face of a looming recession, 15% of CEOs are prioritising investment in ESG over business performance and more than 60% of CEOs and investors, especially in Asia and Europe, are working to balance company performance and ESG commitments. Innovation is a clear priority for investors who want business leaders to embrace disruptive technologies. However, CEOs are more conservative and staying on the sidelines, especially in terms of cryptocurrencies and the metaverse. Investors want companies to be more aggressive in managing risk exposure, specifically around supply chain, societal issues, capital market disruption while CEOs cite external stakeholder pressure and access to actionable information as the top two challenges when leading through disruption. New research focused on the family office space reveals a glaring divergence between how ready the next generation of ultra-high net worth clients feel to take over their family's wealth and how prepared family offices think they actually are. Based on a recent poll by BNY Mellon Wealth Management in Camden Wealth, 85% of the next generation of ultra-high net worth individuals said they feel either 
are very or somewhat prepared to take over the family business. However, only 39% of family offices think next-gens are sufficiently prepared for succession. Because of their participation in the family business, next-gens have personal awareness of its objectives. They're eager to become more involved and have a preference for roles in strategic and financial areas, rating investment strategy and management as the top, then financial planning and succession planning. Once in charge, 27% intend to switch to alternative assets, and another 24% want to incorporate cutting-edge technology into the family office. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, a BC lawyer faces a 15-year suspension over trust account violations, how an advisor's own life journey strengthens her bond with clients, and how out-caring the competition can elevate advisors' practices. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.